Welcome to the Romans 911 Project Podcast, where stepping into the reconnection in the one new man and the fullness of John 17 love and unity is becoming a reality. In each episode, join Grant Barry to drill down deeper into this reconnection and alignment message and the final reforms for the ecclesia, for the church. As we will discover, the reconnection becomes a power key to open the door to God's end-time plans to help restore the family of God for the preparation of the bride, the last great harvest, and Israel's salvation, all of which will lead to the Lord's return. The reconnection message has end-time consequences for us all. Here's Grant. Beloved, I want us to look at a number of different things things now that are going to change and modify um, deeper insights that we may be getting as we move into the reconnection message. And the first that I want to discuss today is this principle of the gospel to the Jew first, because I truly believe that it is a power equation as the church begins to adjust and modify back to this kingdom principle and in the way it is applied not just in prayer but in evangelism and in the mindset of the church and exactly what that means I think the Lord is going to unpack greater insight and revelation as we move back to this principle as the church reconnects as family in the one you man and realigns itself back to the remnant of Israel. Remember, these are Jewish believers. These are those that are part of the church and to our heritage and roots with everything that goes along with this, including the five-fold ministry focus, us five, the church finding a way to move into it, which we're going to discuss in much greater depth as we uh, move along um, in this reconnecting ministry focus. Five-fold properly equips the saints for the works of the ministry. And the old wineskin is really let me put it to you this way. If the church was given five cylinders to work with and it's only operating with two, two and a half pastor teacher and a little bit of evangelist, it's being stifled. Cogs are in the wheel. And we see this in the way that the church is operating, the way the church is divided. And the fivefold isn't the be and the end all, but it's a part of the reform that's coming in. But I want to focus today um, more on this kingdom principle of the gospel. Let me read Romans 1.16. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. 
first to the Jew, then to the Gentile, then to the Greek, as in other translations. I also want to read to you Romans 2, verses 9 through 11. Interesting, eh? There will be trouble and distress for every human being who does evil, first to the Jew, then for the Gentile. For glory and honor and peace for everyone who does good, first to the Jew, then for the Gentile. For God does not show favoritism. Beloved, there is a principle here that God has established for the gospel. And as we move deeper into this reconnection message and the way that it will affect our minds, our hearts, our spirits, as we embrace the principles that were established through Jesus, through Yeshua, in going to the household of Israel first, which was also applied by the Apostle Paul. Beloved, it's a power equation for the gospel to the nations, because the two are actually intertwined. But the ancestral church changed and moved away from this principle. As we know, we wouldn't need a reconnection if there wasn't a disconnection. And it's interesting because when we look at Romans 11:25, the apostle Paul encourages us not to be ignorant to this mystery. Israel has experienced a hardening in part. Actually, it says before, so that you may not be conceited. Israel has experienced a hardening in part until the full number of Gentiles has come in, comma, and in this way all Israel will be saved. As it is written, the Deliverer will come from Zion. He will turn godlessness away from Jacob. And this is my covenant keyword with them when I take away this, when I take away their sins. The reason why I'm reading this scripture now is because really the church has followed a pattern. Quite rightly, Israel was given a call to be a light to the nations. And as the church comes into the olive tree of Israel, it carries this call and responsibility to bring the gospel to the ends of the earth. That is the call that the Lord gave to Israel to be a light to the nations. I believe it's in Isaiah 49. And quite rightly, the church is, is wanting to bring the gospel to the nations. That is, that is our call and our responsibility from the Great Commission. But I think that as we looked at this scripture, I don't think we clearly understood it. Because in a sense, it took our focus away from Israel and our understanding of it has come or has become that is we move the gospel to the ends of the earth to the full number of Gentiles then God is going to awaken and save Israel leaving no role for us to be involved in Israel's salvation and this is a beloved a major correction that comes through the reconnection message but as this 
understanding gets corrected and modified in the church, fully recognizing its connection and significance, the additional power that the church is looking for is going to be released. And you know, we know that's tied to the restoration of love and unity in the one new man, not just with Jew and Gentile, but with all other divisions, with racial divisions, theological divisions, even eschatological understanding. I believe during these days, there is a remnant that is going to arise. The kingdom of God will arise. God is shaking the world. He's also shaking the church. But out of that, the kingdom, the light must arise in the darkness to fulfill its call which has everything to do with this restoration. And of course, as we realign this kingdom principle, beloved, it's a power equation for the gospel to the nations. But it's not just related to our evangelism or our prayer. There's something significant in this shift, I believe, that the Lord is going to impart greater revelation to us as we move into it in how we actually apply this in the way that the church operates and moves and has its being if that makes sense to you and of course what we have yet to fully discover is that this coming last great awakening this coming revival is greatly dependent upon this kingdom principle and on the changes and adjustments we need to make in the church to effectively move into these times. And this, of course, includes the church's role to help advance the kingdom of God so that it can be established on the earth, first to the Jew and then to the nations for the millions and millions and millions of souls that will be awakened in this process. Let us not forget the driving force behind the reconnection, the heart of our father and his son for his lost children is that none would perish and all would come to the knowledge of the truth before it's too late. Take a look at 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. And let's not forget the heart of Paul, who became all things to all people, that by all means he might save some of them. And that's key for us now in how we learn to move in Jewish witness and evangelism, because we've got to stop bringing Jews into the Gentile part of the tree where persecution and even killing was bestowed upon the Jews. This is why we must come into a deeper understanding of some of the barriers that the Jewish people have because of the persecution that the church has put on the Jewish people and the world over the last 2,000 years. And how does Paul look to address this? Beloved, let me read it to you as we close this podcast. And if they do not persist in their unbelief, Paul's talking about the, Jew, the Jewish people that do not believe in Yeshua, they will be grafted in. 
for God is able to graft them in again. After all, if you were cut out of an olive tree that is wild by nature and contrary to nature, were grafted into a cultivated olive tree, how much more readily will these, the natural branches, be grafted in to their own olive tree? So, beloved, how do we draw Jews to jealousy? How do we begin to fulfill our call to be a light back to the Jewish people? By walking obediently, by loving God, by being intimate with Him. And as you get up close towards Jewish people, as you seek the Lord to pray for those Jewish people that may live in your city or your town, to befriend them, as you get up close to them, they begin to discern something's different about you. But then, because there's a dynamic going on, we have a relationship with the living God. We're in the new covenant that was given to Israel that has brought about intimacy between us and God. And if we're walking right and obedient with the Lord, that intimacy, it's demonstrated. And especially as we go uh, to pray for them and, and just love on them unconditionally the way Yeshua loves us, that naturally is going to draw them to jealousy. But this is where the correction comes. We need to build bridges to help them return to their own olive tree, to their own roots and heritage. We in the church, on the Gentile side of the family, and especially our leaders and our pastors, we need to start encouraging Jewish believers to to live out their identity as Jewish believers. And that's not a religious thing. Beloved, I am not religious. I'm not legalistic. But I live as a Jewish believer fully in my identity. I do connect with the Feast of the Lord and, and some of the traditions, and most of the traditions of my, my heritage and my roots. But we need to help them find that and we need to encourage Jewish believers in the church for their Jewish roots and heritage to be restored so that they can fulfill their call in being a light back to their own people like Peter and like Paul making the proclamation that the only true and proper extension of Judaism is in Mashiach, is in Christ, Yeshua, Jesus. Beloved, there are things for us to think about here. But I want to encourage you to pray about what I've just brought to your attention. And Father, as we end this podcast, I want to pray for my Gentile family, who I have come to love as my very own, who I am now one with in spirit and in truth. Lord, that you would give them a greater desire to want to reach the Jewish people around them, to fulfill the call that you've given to the Gentile part of the family, to draw Israel to jealousy, to love them on account of the patriots, and with the mercy of God that we have received as a result of those Jews that were disobedient and rejected, that we would now release that mercy back to them. Beloved, we're going to continue to look at some of the other principles and things 
that may adjust and change as we move into this reconnection message. So join us for the next podcast. Until that time, may the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love in Yeshua. Thank you, Grant, for that insightful discussion. To dialogue with Grant and Halley, please send comments and questions to email at romans911.org. Again, that's email at romans911.org. If you resonate with the Romans 911 Project, please pray about partnering with us to bring this reconnection message to the threshold of the church. Sign up for our monthly email. Join our global virtual meetings with other believers to dialogue and pray together. And most important, read the Romans 911 book, Time to Sound the Alarm, and view the Romans 911 Study Guide 12 to 14 hour video teachings, which are free when you purchase the study guide. The Romans 911 books and teachings are transformational into God's end time plans to prepare the bride and reform the church. They help to create the breakthrough that will change the world. The reconnection message is like a golden key from the heart of the Father to restore love and unity in God's family that opens the door to the fulfillment of Yeshua's prayer in John 17. And it establishes the pathway for the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, to receive the greater glory. But this reconnection message in the one new man has been hidden during the church age in the mystery to reawaken Israel to faith and is only just now coming to light. That's why we need your help to fund this project, to bring the message forth, to help us blow the holy shofar, to awaken the greater church into this restoration. Now is the time. Would you pray to give Chai, to give life to the reconnection, to reach the church and the messianic body and help unite the family of God? To fund the Romans 911 project, we have created the Give Chai Life Campaign. Chai is a Hebrew word meaning life, but it also represents the number 18. And for just one Chai, $18 a month, you can make a difference. Please be prayerful about this. We can't do this without precious saints like yourself who are beginning to get this revelation to help us bring this message before the church. For more information on the Romans 911 Project, please visit our website at romans911.org. It's easy to remember, romans911.org. Please also subscribe to the Romans 911 Project wherever you listen to podcasts at the end.